welcome to Manic Mixtape. Mixtape. Welcome to Manic Mixtape. I have one job. I have one job. Miss Cape, the nut, but, butt nut. Butt nut. Butt nut. Okay. Welcome to this episode of Manic Mixtape. This is our year-end wrap-up. Yes, this show still exists. It is my fault. I apologize. But we're here today, so let's not focus on, you know, past mistakes and bad decisions that we constantly make. And let's focus on this episode, which okay, is I'm just, perfect. again, a, a year in our music. Not music as a whole, because we don't listen yeah. to everything, especially some of that new crap that comes out. Music as a whole, for us, and what we love, and what we hate. And if you guys don't like it, that's fine. If you guys like it, that's great. Don't care. Listen either way. I don't care. As long yes. as you're listening, I don't, I don't care. Exactly. We're watching. That's fine, too. <laughs> All right. So where do you want to start this off? Uh, you the boss, boss. Oh, you the boss, I, boss. Uh, I, I don't I, like being in charge of things. Well... I mean, you want to start with Christy McVie so we're not yeah. all sad when we stop? Let, yeah, let, let's get yeah. this one out of the way. Yeah, let's get this out of the uh, way. Many times on Manic Mixtape since we started, we have mentioned Fleetwood Mac quite a bit. Yeah, quite uh, a bit. Being, quite a bit, right? You know, being one of my favorite bands from when I was younger into now, and then I saw them live once, blah, blah, blah. Unfortunately, uh, he pianist i'm not going to say it the other way pianist of said band fleetwood mac christine mcphee unfortunately passed away about a month ago if i'm correct yes um nobody knew she was sick yeah she didn't yeah none of the members uh um uh uh stevie nicks mentioned specifically Mm -hmm. when she uh wrote very touching you know, tribute about her friend that she, they she had no idea, and then she was gone. It's like, mm-hmm. gee, I mean, you know, not commenting on her keeping it private because that's her own damn business. She wanted to keep yeah. it private. That's 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 your deal. But I just can't imagine being in a band that long, especially Fleetwood Mac, with Who how much everything and everyone literally literally shared literally, everything yeah. and everyone. Mm-hmm. Many times over the infighting, the making up, the make up sex, uh, and just not having that person there is just I, yeah. I can't imagine. Yeah, from what I've read, no, she kept her illness to herself. Nobody knew she was sick, and then she went into the hospital, and uh, the other band members were told to wait, don't come down, just wait, you know, see how this all goes, and then that was it. <laughs> like it, it went it went that that was yeah. it. so that yeah. she she uh you know grew up around including my dad everybody who was like stevie next this stevie next mm-hmm. that nope nope uh, and this is not just me saying it um we had uh my mom had tango in the night um on cassette and her songs were my favorite. You, you know, mm-hmm. you grow up older, songbird, say you say you say you love me. Mm-hmm. Every just the numerous song that was my girl. McVie was my girl. I was never a uh, a Stevie Nicks fan. Well, I was never. I wasn't again. Now I hate Stevie Nicks for other reasons. <laughs> yeah, I was never a Stevie Nicks mark. I was always a McVie mark. And uh, the older I get, the more I uh, despised 
Stevie Nixon was completely a McVee, <laughs> Christine McVee, Mark. I think she had a, I think she, that was the, she was the better, I, she's been my favorite in the band other than Lindsay. I just got tangled in the night actually on vinyl. <laughs> no, but uh, mm-hmm. when it came to Fleetwood Mac, I was never a, oh, Stevie songs or oh, Christy. It was always, no, it's just, it's just Fleetwood Mac. Sure. Didn't matter if one of them was singing or or what. It was just it was just Fleetwood Mac, you know. But her, you know, when her stuff in comparison to everybody else, the, the styles are all so different, and the lyrics and it, it. Hers was always more uplifting, even if it was like sad lyrically. It was always had had more of an uplifting beat to it. So. She, I mean, she was, and I think kind of overshadowed by the fact that you are in the same band as Stevie Nicks, um, like just pumped out the hits, believe it or not, mm-hmm. just pumped them out. And I think she had the most or tied with Buckingham for a number, the, the most amount of songs on the greatest hits album that came out, the, the one that was really popular in the late 80s. Oh, yeah, the, with the green album cover. Yes, the green album yeah. cover, The Flower. She was all over that. Like, um, mm-hmm. the, there, I, and I call this the perennial because this is the song that ended so many concerts. I don't know if that ended the concert when you saw them, uh, but don't stop. That She wrote that. That's her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everywhere, Little Lies, mm-hmm. two of my favorite songs. <laughs> that was written by her. She, mm-hmm. my, I was so disappointed that she wasn't even featured. They did one last album together. They reunited, and she's barely on it. The mm-hmm. "Say You Will" album, which was okay, it's not a bad album. It's just like, yeah, I'm just glad they're back together. And she was a session musician. She's not on the cover. And I was kind of disappointed by that, where I was like, I really don't care about this album. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I was. I was like, I read the liner notes first. Time. I was like, oh, oh, care. Mm-hmm. Whatever. <laughs> Sorry, See, Lindsay. At, at, this, at this point, when it does come to Fleetwood Mac, though, now it, it's, uh, I hate saying it this way, but now, now is when you call it quits. Because it's sure, one. I, well, because, like, look, when I saw them, the only person that was not there was Lindsay. And while it, su- while it sucked, it was a matter of, well, I mean, it's not like they're playing Big Love or anything he actually sang on. And, you know, you could replace an instrumentalist easily, but you can't replace McPhee because she did her song. So at this point, no more reunion tours, just call it quits. I would argue that, uh, uh, yeah, I'll say it. I don't care who this ma- makes mad. I would argue that McVie and Buckingham, Christine and, and Lindsay were the two guys, two people you couldn't replace that band. I, I know it's in his namesake. Mick Fleet was a, 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 a drummer. Let's say it like that. <laughs> the guy's a millionaire up the wazoo. But when it comes to this gentleman, eh. um, Lindsey Buckingham 
is a highly underrated guitarist. Highly underrated. Um, and a hell of a producer. A lot of that stuff does not sound the way it does without Lindsay. Um, and, uh, you know, my my feelings of uh, Stevie Nicks notwithstanding, uh, the fact that she couldn't wait for Lindsay to do this other reunion tour uh, is why I went totally on the fuck you, Stevie Nicks <laughs> bandwagon. Well, Sorry. It wasn't just her, if I'm right. If it was her and I believe mick fleetwood either way though when it, when it comes to the comparison it's like would i rather see them without buckingham or without mcphee and it's like me no i'd rather see them without him. Him. sure sure yeah like it's like fine but fuck my, you it's fine but my point <laughs> is i do agree now that she's gone i i no i i really don't see a reason mm-hmm. uh i feel that way about the band yes mm-hmm. chris squire died a couple years ago and mind you, this is a band that has reformed with different members 77 times. Um, I know that's an exaggeration, but that number is actually probably close. Um, I, I don't, now that he's not in the band, now he's gone. Chris Squire, that, that kind of caliber bass player. I didn't give it that. Nope. I'm out. Um, I, even we could argue about Genesis and Phil's physical um limitations right now they're all still there mm-hmm. um yeah i don't uh, i the same uh, the grateful dead at least they call it something else even if it's a yeah. variation of the grateful dead the dead with john mayer the dead or uh there was another name they toured as years before that uh fleetwood max dead yep. no 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 pun intended no sarcasm or irony uh that's it mm-hmm. and i was already not i specifically gave up on the tickets when i was like oh Lindsay's not in it. i mean he's one of like i said one of the two that i would mm-hmm. buy tickets for that's <sighs> ah, such a bummer ah such a bummer she's so good so I underrated mm-hmm. um not that she cared she was just fine but i'm <laughs> just saying um john mcphee her her ex-husband you could mm-hmm. replace him in that band too, because he's he's a bass player. <laughs> you know, nothing special. Yeah. Oh. Who, That's oh, that was me. you. That's <laughs> scared the hell out of me. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you. That's fine. I'm like, oh yeah, I have this now to watch things, and I want to be able to to read the chat. That way, you don't have to always read it to me. I appreciate that. Yes, because <laughs> I would very, I would enjoy it very much if anybody would read it and just jump in and comment. You know, you don't have to wait. Mm-hmm. You don't have exactly. to make me do it. I try to convince everybody on Stadium Journey to do that, but they're older guys. They can't figure out how to do two things at once. <laughs> <laughs> I said that. I hope uh, they heard me. Um, what one other thing I wanted to pop in on when it came to like music news. So Pantera reunited. <laughs> I bring this up because of something from yesterday. Oh. So Pantera, quote unquote, reunited. Um taking the role of Dimebag Daryl is Zach Wild, whom everybody in the rock and metal community should know. Great guitarist. Um, and a lot of people, myself included, were kind of looking forward to this because we missed out on Pantera because we were younger. We couldn't see them. Blah, blah, blah. Sounded like a great thing. Mm-hmm. They don't oh, sound boy. good. No. They, no. Paid no. Uh, the the wrestler whom I manage, uh, Cade and his fiance 
were undecided about wanting to see them live because she is a huge Pantera fan. So they decided, yeah. let's let's watch some live clips. You know, sure. let's get a feel for how it goes. Okay. Um, Zach, great guitarist, phenomenal guitarist, never taking anything away from him. Wants to make things his own, which I love and appreciate <laughs> from any artist. Mm-hmm. But you can very clearly hear it's Zach Wild playing Pantera as opposed to Zach Wild being in Pantera. Co- covering, yeah. Yes. Um, Phil, the lead singer, Phil, those years of alcoholism has caught up to his vocal cords. How so, ironic. Yeah. Uh, um, can't hit certain notes cannot keep up with the lyrics as far as speed is concerned and in a couple of other clips he just did the typical i'm going to hold the microphone to the crowd so they can sing these parts for me thing um so not worth the ticket money guys could it be nerves uh no this is Danny asked, "Could it be nerves?" No, <laughs> this is. I've been I've been watching the clip circulating. This is not nerves, and and this is coming off a guy who, no pun intended, um, you know, went to see two Genesis shows last year, uh, the year prior, and uh, stop saying sorry. Um, we all know Phil. And Phil never got a lot of credit for the singer that he was anyway. Oh, yeah, he was great. And you're out of your fucking mind, by the way, people who think that. You're stupid. Um, the same thing. It was, mm-hmm. first of all, we always, I always mention that the, the, literally the dude worked nonstop from 70 to 2007, really. Completely. So his voice was shot alcoholism he can't stand to grab the from the diaphragm so his voice was very limited and they covered it up really well with the first time ever in genesis two live background singers specifically to sing Mm -hmm. covered it up really really well and then i see motley crew start touring again after they said they weren't ever going to do it again, too. First of all, after that. But, you know, the joke was from Phil was it when Phil went on his farewell show tour, mm-hmm. Foxy, it was called the finally the first final farewell tour. So he was very tongue in cheek. Okay. Yeah. On purpose. That was on the poster. Finally, dot, dot, dot. The first final farewell tour. He knew what he yeah. was doing. He didn't say, I'm going to take. He's like. I'm going to stay home for a bit. I don't know if I'm never going to, I'm never going to do massive tour again. I'll do shows because Genesis did 20 shows in the States and 20 in Europe and then went home. Phil, when he went back, did 20 in the States, 20 in Europe, 20 more in the States and went South America, which he never did before as a solo act and then stopped. Motley Crue was like, we're going on tour. Yo, people are paying for that. Have you heard that? I have. My only problem with Motley Crue touring was poor Mickey Mars. He Mickey yeah. Mars has been sick for so long. 
damn near not paralyzed, but like can't fucking move. He's like fragile. He's practically like glass. They covered this when they did their very first VH1 behind the music. And you know that's old because VH1 doesn't exist anymore. Yes, okay? exactly. And it, it's like if Motley Crue wants to do their thing, you know what? Go do your thing. Tommy Lee still got it. Cool. You know, but poor Mickey Mars. Like that, granted, he went and did it anyway. But Jesus Christ, man. I, D- don't be we, a wrestler and die in the ring, okay? We can like, uh, we can debate whether it could still go or not as far as well, Tommy. Granted, but you know what? He could go more than Mickey Mars can right now. Yeah, but the, the vocals are... I didn't say anything about vocals. Oh, it's terrible. They, yeah, they were. It's bad. I'm sorry. I'll judge. That's bad, especially if people are putting money in for... That's bad. Put it this way. In comparison to a lot of these older bands or older artists that come out out of retirement or come out right. from doing any music whatsoever to do stuff and still sound amazing, it's bad. Pat Benatar just performed at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Fucking beautiful. She hasn't performed in I don't even know how long. 30 years. You know, she knew that she couldn't hit certain notes, but instead she used a different note. Sure. Which still made the song great. Like she, she still got it. You know, someone like fucking Dolly Parton. Yes, he still got it. It's this happens and also a lot. Dolly like Dolly Parton, said, so and it's Dolly Parton. But this happens a lot, I guess, when it comes to the rock and the metal bands, because a lot of these leading singers from these olden days, again, didn't use the diaphragm to sing from. It was all throat, you know, and it's all nasal, and it's all that sounded terrible, didn't it? And so. You, you fuck up your vocal cords that way. You, there's no proper training. A lot of the bands now, like, best example, Alyssa White Glues from Arch Enemy. She she is growly and screamy. <laughs> She's also a trained opera singer, so she yeah. knows how to do that without impacting her vocal cords whatsoever. Like, imagine yeah. that. Oh, what a thought. Practice? Mm. <laughs> mm. But yeah, the Pant- Pantera. I, Pantera, yikes. I, I, uh, and my thoughts, uh, there's been other news this week about Pantera that I'm just ignoring. I haven't seen uh, much. Uh, don't. I took a week off from like everything this week because, you know, don't. time is irrelevant after Christmas, between Christmas and New Year. So it was like, eh, I don't know what's going on in the world right now. I like it don't that worry way. About it. Yeah, yeah. Keep yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I, I like it that way. Yeah, it, it was years ago, and the day, the man is dead. Uh, doesn't matter. They already have that reputation. Like, well, they're kind of racist, and they're kind of anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I just ah uh, man, I hey, it's your money, you know. Okay. And yeah, mm-hmm. just like Danny said, every band says they're gonna stop, and they never, you know. Kiss has been doing it. I, I literally think that she said Kiss has said it for the past thirty years. I think Kiss is literally beyond uh, been have been on their farewell tour for at least six years. Yeah, yeah, well, and um, maybe, she, maybe they're just you know. covering every city of every state, and then every 
little small town in every country sure, of the yeah. entire world. That'll take mm-hmm. a while. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, Foxy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and not only oh, that, maybe they're waiting for the spaceship so that they can go up and then perform for all My of the other extraterrestrial life. You know, I mean. I guess. And you know, you know what's funny is uh, I know there was a time I really liked Kiss, and then you know, I went through puberty and grew up. Um, <laughs> your smile made me really appreciate that joke even more. Um, and I kind of like uh, uh, dismissed the them as a band, kind of like whatever, who cares? And then. I saw their broadcast from right at the end of 2020. They did a show in Abu Dhabi. And I was like, oh, okay. My bad. Sorry, guys. <laughs> My mistake. I, I I stand corrected. I sit corrected. I was like, okay. Because they have um, Tommy Thayer and um, Eric Singer. Eric Singer has mm-hmm. been in the band since the 90s after... Um, Eric Cardine, who was the best drummer in Kiss. Uh, no apologies to Peter Chris. Um, yeah, I, I was like, okay, this is this is this this is why people still go to the show. I get it. But after six years, come on, Gene. Yeah. Come on, dude. Yeah. What problems on, at home are you avoiding? Yeah, being at home. <laughs> Yeah. That's what that's the joke Kelly and I tell about Phil. Every time the dude went home between tours, he got divorced. Yeah, better stay, stay out. Away. Just stay yeah, out. Just stay out. Yeah, you're not you don't need to be at home. You no. can just go. Ah, yeah. And, and speaking of bad voices, Paul Stanley. And again, credit to Paul Stanley uh for trying. Uh anyway. <laughs> Yeah. However, I can't tell you guys. No, that was not the rant. However, I I can tell you guys who does sound great live because I've been to a lot of concerts this this year. (laughs) Phenomenal segue. That was really good. You're professional. I am. Okay, so I highly recommend and was blown away by Allison James. Oh, God, yes. Oh, my God, yes. Are you kidding? I feel I didn't know what to expect going into seeing Alice in Chains live without, you know, then again, it's been years. I, you know, I never did the concert thing in the 90s, unfortunately. My parents thought I was too young to go to concerts. They're probably right. But besides the point. So uh, with our lovely listener, Joycey Danny, I got to live a little bit of a 90s dream and I saw Bush live and with Bush was Breaking Benjamin and Alice in Chains. I loved Alice in Chains as a teenager, but again, when the lead singer dies, you don't know what to expect. Holy crap. The guy they got, I don't even know the dude's name, but the guy they got to, to front the band sounds exactly Exactly like Lane yep. Stanley. Yep. yep. It William fucking, Duvall. Yeah, he uh, blew me away. Yeah. Absolutely blew me away. Like I was, we're, we were pretty far up, but yet not too far up. 
where you could see him, but if you were to close your eyes, you would swear it was just Lane Stanley, maybe a little bit more seasoned, you know, having done it for so long and practicing more. You know, aged. Yes. Fucking phenomenal. Yeah. So whoever wants to go to a Those last albums they did with him were 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 uh, uh, fantastic, mm-hmm. and uh, they came back with a vengeance. Considering <laughs> considering how they died and why they went away, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, Alice Chains back together. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's it's fantastic, and it's. Well, see, so you have the, I didn't say the lucky thing is terrible to say, but you have the, the luck that Jerry Cantrell was one of the main lyric writers and yeah. songwriters. And he's still the main lyric, one of the main lyric writers and songwriters. Mm-hmm. So Alice James is essentially still there. Yeah. I mean, it's really hard to get past a generational talent we'll use in this discussion as Lane Staley, mm-hmm. but they did. They did, mm-hmm. and, you know, they're not going to stop. Uh, yeah. Danny said that concert ruled. Heck, you almost pronounced you, heck, you almost should I say that? You almost yeah, pronounced on Gavin Rossdale. I did. Well, because there's a story. There's a story to this. Oh, in, oh boy. In, the first concert I was supposed to go to was Bush with Baruch Assaults in the 90s. Um, but again, I was 15. My parents said no. All my friends mm-hmm. went. I stayed home. Yay. There's nothing what? better than listening to K-Rock being live at the concert outside the venue. And you could actually hear your friends screaming your name because you're not yeah. there. Because you're not there, yeah. Damn it. So when, you know, when we, uh, Danny and I were at Freaks on Parade earlier in the summer and they announced Bush was coming, you know, she did her thing. She got the tickets for it. I'm like, oh my God, this is crazy. So 20 years after the fact, I finally got to see Bush live. Still can go. Gavin's voice is still on par. And it just so happens, Gavin decided he was going to walk through the crowd up the stairs where we were. (laughs) And I'm like, Uh holy shit, this is actually happening. (laughs) I could have, yeah, I've been here. So, yeah got it it wasn't even, it wasn't even a matter of like a girl like of being oh my god he's so hot it was more a matter of i must redeem 15 year old me yes <laughs> sit down son you're gonna enjoy I this ride child. <laughs> that's why <what laughs> i healed my inner child <laughs> that's funny oh god yeah. okay so uh rossdale almost got assaulted <clears throat> yes. You know, I don't think files charges would have been filed in my probably opinion. not. He's probably used to it by this point. No, I mean he would have enjoyed it. Oh. Yeah. Too, like, you, you know what? It's cool. Do you want to press charges? No. That's no, fine. <laughs> I think I'll be okay. I would have put that in like my bios if that happened. Had charges pressed against her yeah. Catherine Rock. <laughs> 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 Hold on. I'm going to get this out. Had charges pressed against her after pressing against Gavin Rossdale. That's better. I like that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that one. I pressed myself against 
Gavin Rousdale, and he pressed charges. Thank you. I'll be here all week. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, you were living it up. You're going to a bunch of shows. I did. I did. It's nice uh, to get that out of your system after all this bullshit the last three years, isn't it? It really was. Danielle and I first went to other. Let's see. I saw Ghost in the beginning of the year. Yep. Ghost in Twin Temple with my friend Matt. Then me and Matt went to go see Ministry and Corrosion of Conformity. Danny and I went to Freaks on Parade, which was uh, Power Man 5000, Static X, Mudvayne, and Rob Zombie. So it was like a mini new metal thing. Hey, it's 1998. And it was great. <laughs> uh, then we did Bush, Breaking Benjamin, and Allison Chains. And then I, <laughs> I technically dragged Damien to this because I told him in advance, I'm like, look. There are like two bands coming, technically three bands coming that I really want to see, but they're metalcore. So it's going to be loud. Of and course. here they are. Here's a playlist. Please practice this before November. And I got the tickets. So in November, we saw uh, Black Veil Brides, Ice Nine Kills, and Motionless in White. Nice. All of which I highly recommend. Black Veil Brides, they were very screamo with the hair and all this back in the day. Matured insanely. Great shit. All great live. Like, I have zero complaints about the bands I saw live. The only complaint was Mudvayne. They were terrible. That's what I was just about to bring that up. That's what Danny said. That Mudvayne. Mudvayne was terrible. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I remember seeing Mudvayne at OzFest 05. <laughs> And I was like, well, the bass player was great. Honestly, you couldn't even hear. It sounded like a mess. I. Well, that sounds like Mudvayne to me. It was a big mess. Yeah. And now, On record, they're okay. Yeah, and it's like, I record. know some Mudvayne songs. Like, they're quote-unquote hits. They only put, like, maybe one of them. Which, uh, you know what? It is what, what it is. dig? Yeah. And they opened with it. They didn't play nothing to gain. I don't know. I don't know. It's about I know that they, they didn't play. They didn't play "Not Falling," which is one of my favorite ones. I have no idea what that song. After Dig, I kind of tuned out. <laughs> yeah, but it was just a muddled old mess. Muddled old messes. It was like oh. ghost. They they skipped. They skipped sound. They skipped rehearsal. They did. let's just play. And he oh, talked okay. a lot. He talked <laughs> a lot. Like, I don't mind when, you know, the lead singer wants to chat back and forth with the audience and say shit. That's, you got to interact. Sure. But my God. My God, shut the fuck up. He just talked like it was therapy. (laughs) Maybe it was his therapy. I'm like, dude, can you please every zombie can come out? Like, every goal list I write, I have attend five concerts for nourishment. Can you rephrase that, please? And for this year, Rob Zombie, Static X, Power Man 5000. How long was... I got to know how long Power Man 5000's set was. Not long. I think... I didn't think five so. Or six, five or six songs, uh, perhaps. Um, I didn't think so. Static X. Static X's was about the same. They gave Mudvayne way longer time than they needed because I feel Static X had more to play and could have played more. Plus, I I personally feel Static X was bigger than Mudvayne. I mean, I'm a bigger Static X fan to begin with. I think they should have gone on before Mudvayne, but... Oh, I get it now. Um, 
Danny. It was just, uh, I'm sorry, it was written poorly in the chat. It didn't make sense for that. There was no, nothing broke up the sentence. I now get it. Every year I write a list. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one was, comma, attend five concerts mm-hmm. for nourishment. Got it. Okay. So it was Rob Zombie Static as Power Man 5000. Shine Down, Jelly Roll, and Holmdale, Hom- uh, Alice Chains, Brinkley Benjamin Bush, Kill Switch Engage. There you go. I saw no concerts this year. <laughs> I didn't see Ghost. I was not ready to be around that many people after I shot my concert uh, money shot at the end of the year last year. Mm-hmm. I was like, eh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Well, this, uh, can Pete's... Go into, this can go into my rant soon. I was, like, was going to say, because Pete's touring next year, so I'm like, well, I guess I'm going out next year. Hell yeah, do it. <laughs> I have Absolutely to. do it. I have to. Are you kidding? Pete's getting older. He's going to die oh, yeah. soon. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I Let's think. Let's tour first. Yeah, Let's yeah. Do Don't first. die on tour, Pete. All right, this okay, is going to so, my rants. Yeah, go ahead. I'm excited. I don't know what's going okay. on here. Uh, God, folks, a, I am in the dark as well. This is a multi-parter, okay? Okay. Uh-huh. But I'm going to start it with concerts. Okay. But the title of my rant, because it's going to go back on something I said a few episodes ago, and I don't care if I have to go back on that, because I full wholeheartedly believe this. After you hear my rant, maybe you'll agree. I want to gatekeep now. God damn it. Here's why. You can't go back. I've used the clip twice. And that's fine. God damn it. I want to go back and I want to gatekeep. Okay. Here's why. Concerts as a whole. TikTok is ruining concerts. Going mm-hmm. viral on TikTok is ruining concerts. Okay. First. Oh. Oh, there are several examples. The biggest one being uh, Screamo hit King for a Day by Pierce the Veil became TikTok famous this year. Great yeah. for the band. Absolutely mm-hmm. great for the band. New people are discovering their music. Awesome. But are awesome. they really? Because. No, they only hear 30 seconds of it. Pierce the Veil went on tour with I Prevail. Pierce the Veil opened for I Prevail. Pierce the Veil ended their set with King for a Day. About 70% of the crowd left. <laughs> I don't think that's gatekeeping. And not only that. I think that, that's a legit gripe. And not only that, those said people that went specifically for Pierce the Veil went on rants. Unfortunately, that I were on my fucking TikTok algorithm for some godforsaken reason about how Pierce the Veil should have been the headlining bands. They have more stream listens. They have this. They have that. To which the older generation, like myself, were like, well, it wasn't Pierce the Veil's tour. So yeah. they're not going to headline. I it was I prevails. That's that's tour. that's not gatekeeping uh, from oh, no, uh, uh, me, Foxy. That's that's oh, that's logic. Oh, no, no, no. We get better. Okay. Okay. Now. I'm waiting. We, a lot of bands, a lot of bands have gone TikTok viral. Okay. 
Ghost of two Wolverine. of which, two of which being two I saw recently, Ice Nine yeah. Kills and Motionless and White. The thirst that some of these women have for these bands is insane. I can understand the thirst. These are very good-looking guys, and they're lead singers in bands. I get it. Debatable. I'm kidding. But, no, it's fine. You're a dude. It's fine. Well, but a lot of these fans, not just of that band, but a lot of these fans going to concerts, probably sometimes their first concert, maybe not, going to see these viral bands apparently lose all common sense in how concerts work and don't drink water they don't realize how long they have to stand and yes they've gone on to complain about this fans have been passing out at shows to which the bands obviously stop their set they help these people and that's fine but when it happens two or three times at a concert every single concert Y'all need to learn what it's like to be at a concert. You have to drink water or a soda or something. You're going to be standing for hours around other people. You're going to get hot and sweaty. You're going to probably dehydrate. Why are you wearing platform shoes? Like, and it frustrates me as a fan because the band not saying they shouldn't care. I love that these bands care. They're stopping their sets. They're helping their fans. That's great. But it's frustrating as a fan to go, okay, we're stopping again. Cool. Motionless in white had to cut an entire song out of their sets when we saw them live because they had to stop one of their other songs because a fan was like needed medical attention. And they were like, some of the security guards were handing water bottles out to the fans. Now we're in, it's November. We're in an enclosed space. How do you just, it's exhausting. I. Um, it's exhausting. That's not <clears throat> gatekeeping either. That's also common sense. Gatekeeping in the sense of stay out of the fucking metal community. Or stay the fuck home. They're also, these people are also complaining about like when you're getting like tightly smooshed in at a rock concert. No offense, and you're on the floor, it's gonna unfortunately happen. Okay. Don't blame then, hold on. Don't blame TikTok influencers for using the songs. People can learn how to behave. Yes, they can. That's yeah, but that's not and, the that's not the the uh uh that's not the content creator's problem. <laughs> well, here's the next. Okay. Okay. Shit. There was one other band I was planning on seeing this year. Right. Called Bad Omens. I've liked them casually for years. Their last album just dropped. It is fucking amaze balls. I wanted to see that show for that tour, that that album. (laughs) So around September ish, I checked out tickets. They were only thirty five bucks for two dates. I'm like, okay, like I can get two, two for that, or I can get the two for the Trinity of Terror tour that I went to with Damien. That only yeah, that yeah. a little bit more because it's MSG. So I'm like, all right, let me get Trinity of Terror tickets first. And then in a month or two, I'll grab the Bad Omens tickets. Not a big deal. But then in October, <sighs> Bad Omens song, Just Pretend, 
went viral <laughs> on TikTok. I haven't heard that one, so. And I then that one up. ticket reseller popped Oh, up. fuck. God damn. Fuck. A 30, okay. A $35 ticket for a Monday night show in a small intimate theater in New York City went up to $325 via resellers. And this happened before Taylor Swiftgate happened. Okay? Okay. And it was quite literally only because one song by the band went viral. Now, this band also, they've been around for years. Lead singer has also has put out there many a times via social media. He does not like to be sexualized Aww. at shows. Like, at shows. Like, it makes him uncomfortable. Like, fine, whatever, to each sure. their own. But because of said popularity of song and more fans coming to shows, they've also gotten a heavy influx of your old school 80s. I'm going to sit on top of my boyfriend's head during the concert and flash the band. To which said band is like, yeah, can you not do that? This is an all ages show, blah, blah. So that's a whole separate of thing which goes into just, you know, behavior at concerts. But yes, um, resellers via Ticketmaster because certain metal songs are going viral, which means the bands are going to be quote-unquote popular, have jacked up prices to every concert. So I want to gatekeep. I don't want anyone to know the bands that I like anymore. Okay. I don't want I don't, I don't want certain metal community members to share any particular song of anything on a TikTok that makes you know random Sally in Iowa go I'm gonna use this out of context and make a boom out of it like it's it's I st- I, I still I I it, it's a fine line we're gonna dance here okay I still am taking the responsibility away from the creators the content creators. The fucking music's available to use. Yeah. I, I, however, everything else agree. I, <laughs> everything else you said, I agree on. <laughs> we, we, there, the dividing line is the content create. Now, I will say this, and you know, music's fun and, and uh, subjective and you know, take it that seriously, but it's a good idea to know what the song is about before using it for your cute. Yeah. Right. That I yeah. agree with. I agree with 100%. Yeah. However, when used properly, and I've seen uh, Mariana Cross. We didn't yeah. mention Ghost. Ghost is another Ooh. song. Ghost is a... Now, I, and I do want to bring this up because I told you on this show that I liked that song better than Kiss the Goat. Yep. And now it's making a comeback, and I was like, yes, I'm justified. I love that song. They're both great. But I started seeing Mariana Cross start popping up, and I was like, "I am, for, I foresee, I foresee the mm-hmm. future." However, I've seen it used properly a lot. I've also seen it used sexually. Well, w- to a point, fine line there, fine line. It is a very fine line. Because we all know uh, Tubius likes to dance that line, and he does it on purpose. Um, um, Stop. 
yeah. read the lyrics and find out what it's about. I don't need to see um I'm starting to see Genesis songs start creeping up. Nowhere near viral. But I'm I'm starting to uh, 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 if I see one, first of all, let me just say, love the big titties. Big fan. <laughs> big yeah. fan. Big fan. We're all big fans here of the titties. T-I-D-D-I-S, by the way. Um, if I see one person dancing with their titties out to Atlanta Confusion, I'm going to pop a gasket. I'm going to write that TikTok idea down. Unless you do it. <laughs> unless you do it. And then I better get a 4K version of it since we're going to be sarcastic. No, I'm serious, though. No, I I, I know what you mean. Fox, you can dance to any song you want. I'm just going to. It's like, I find, like, music, one of music is on my algorithm a lot for TikTok. Sure. For the, for the most part. And when Mariana Cross started going viral on my TikTok algorithm, it was all of, like, alt girls, rock and rollers. Sure. Cool. Thank you, by the way. And then it started getting used otherwise. But then the ghost fan algorithm kicked in. And they were like, oh, you like Mariana Cross? Have you heard of this one? And they would play He Is. I'm yeah. Like, Which is it's awesome. like, Yeah. And it's like, like, okay, maybe gatekeep isn't the right word. You're not gatekeeping. This yourself. is not gatekeeping. Educate yourself. Just educate bothered- yourself. We yeah. would like you to be a fan, but, you know, don't go to the show and go. At the- Example. 2002, Pete did a tour. He released a new album. The entire fucking time, Foxy, dude, to the next row to my right of me, the entire two hours and 30 minutes. Well, not the entire, because you're going to hear where this story goes. For the first two hours of this fucking concert, Foxy kept yelling Sledgehammer, drunkily. Sledgehammer! Come on! Suck the monkey! Come on! Entire time. Guess what he was asleep for? <laughs> Sledgehammer and shock the Sledgehammer. Yeah. And his wife was standing there like everybody else did, standing there and looking down at him, shaking his head or shaking her head because dumb fuck, who only knew one song, missed the one song he was there for and disrupted everyone around him for two hours that wanted to see the entire show. Because if you know anything about Pete, it's not just a concert. It's an event, multimedia, different stage yeah. uh, elements. It's a whole thing. And the entire time, this motherfucker screamed drunkly in his Philly accent, yeah, sledgehammer, and then slept when it came on. Fuck. Still pisses me off. Ruined the concert for me. I always sit near them and the guy at hockey games that have no idea what they're fucking talking about, but act like with their girlfriends that they do so she thinks he's real smart. And I'm like, you and both mm-hmm. Kelly and I, you're an idiot. Shut mm-hmm. up. They switch well, every, no, shut up. At the, when we went to uh, Trinity of Terror, Damon and I were, you know, I'm fans of two of the bands. One I knew casually, you know, but we're fans. We're rocking sure. the fuck out, right? We were standing next to a guy that you could tell was a super fan in the sense of, he knew every song. He knew every lyric. He's screaming along. He's getting Mouth into He was feeling the words. And you know what? We're like, good for you. Like, yeah, good baby. for fucking yeah. you. Right? And then, <laughs> after Ice Nine Kills, 
set ended, Motionless in White was coming on. And then one of those pick me TikTok. I like Motionless in White because the lead singer is Hot Girls. Came up behind us. Cocktail drink in hands. And got next to me, in between me and Superfan. And she looks back at her friend and she's like, yeah, I think this is a good spot. I was ready to back elbow her because her drink was getting really close to my face, first of all. (laughs) But I look back at Damien. I'm like, she's not going to last. Not standing next to him. Because he's a super fan. And she just wants to be noticed by the band. She didn't even last half a song when the band came on. Because super fan is going apeshit, screaming along. I was too because I'm one of those feel the lyric people when it comes to that band. She was gone. She was fucking gone. Don't come to a and fucking like, concert and disrupt everyone around you just to fall asleep, you piece of fucking shit. Yeah. I, and nothing, don't. I'll be keep a- the fuck out of that. Yeah, definitely. And just don't. I mean, I want to say concert etiquette, but that's not even the right word. It's more so con- concert common sense. If you're going to go to a rock concert, drink water. Don't complain if you get pushed. Everyone is. No one's hitting you. No one's assaulted. Like, that shit doesn't really happen anymore. Like, in some instances, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, period. But, like, dude, if you're just getting slightly shoved forward, they're not pushing you. Everybody's getting shoved forward. I don't know. Because they're starting a pit. There's there's 20,000 people in one spot. You're going to rub against shoulders. Yeah. And, 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 like, I don't. I don't know. It's like I can't find the right words about it. Everything. Do me, do me a favor. Mm. For people who are that shitty at concerts, when you go to a concert, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. The entire time, shut the fuck up. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean complete silence. This isn't a movie fucking theater. But if there's a song on you don't like, shut the fuck up. Because I paid a lot of money to see Genesis, and I don't want to hear you fucking talk during that's all. Shut the fuck up. That is my only concert pet peeve. You want to be drunk and scream in between songs, fine. Yeah, do your thing. As long as you're not doing it in my ear or spilling your damn drink on me, I don't give a shit. But if you're going to do it the entire time while they're actively performing, uh, I don't care how much you spent. You can get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's not gatekeeping. You, Sorry. Look, if you if you just want to bang the lead singer, girl, do you? But if you literally just want to bang the lead singer, just wait after the concert. Yeah. You don't have to. You don't have to be at the concert. You can like, find the bus. Yeah. They're and not stand hard to there. find. No. Yeah. Big huge tour bus. Save yourself the ticket money. And just go to Starbucks before the show. Chill. Yeah. Just wait for them. Just they're like, lonely. Just... They'll they'll let you in the bus, man. Yeah. yeah. Like uh... I remember that yeah. time Phil Collins. No, I'm kidding. We're not gonna talk about that. So yeah. That those 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 that was my multi piece. No, rant. I don't think I don't I don't think that was a I think it's justified. I think it's justified. I, I again I the one thing we're kinda dancing on is that it's not really the content creator's fault, but at least know what you're doing. 
Yeah. It's just, uh, I have a friend who knows where the stage doors all are. Wait. <laughs> yeah, well, how many rock stars have you banged? See, like, again, I don't mind when songs go viral. By all means, go ahead. I had. Yeah, it's money in their pockets. I don't care. Well, <laughs> when was it? Not Over a lot. Summer? Over the summer? Yeah, actually, just before summer hit, when I was picking my son up from the high school. I'm always I'm the one school. that's blasting Jesus. my music. It just it's, it is what it is. So Seth opens the car door, and of course, as you open the car door, music gets louder. <laughs> yeah. I was playing Pierce the Veil. Just happened to pop up on my shuffle, and I literally hear some kids from the sidewalk go, "Oh, that's that TikTok song!" I'm like, God oh. damn it. There's a running I joke on TikTok cold. where that's the guy from Fortnite, and they're literally from anything else. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of my favorites so, now. You know what? Song goes viral, it goes viral. But when it starts to Behave. impede on <sighs> what's it? When Behave it yourself. To... Yeah, when 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 that song of when when said viral song starts to impede on like the band's reputation. I guess you could say, then it's like, all right, pipe the fuck down. Because again, there was the the Pierce the Veil, I Prevail backlash. There's, there was the like I said, resellers jacking up prices for Bad Omens. Oh, by the way, by, by, by the way, yeah, you motherfuckers, get a job. Right. Yeah, right. I don't do the whole get a job thing often because. Uh, you know, I, uh, my mom and I have this discussion all the time. Well, people don't want to work anymore. And I'm like, well, no, people don't want to be paid shit wages anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, I've seen how miserable you were, mom, when you're getting paid shit wages. People are just tired of it and are just being loud about it now. Yeah. However, if your job, there's two things I hate the most. If your job is breeding dogs or reselling tickets, get a fucking life and get a real fucking job. Mm-hmm. Do some manual labor. Deliver a newspaper. Get a job. You selfish fucking pricks who just sit there with your bots and buy tickets and resell it. Uh, and Ticketmaster ain't doing anything to help. Oh, no. Not at all. It's like, so this terrible. All happened, this was just before Taylor Swiftgate, you know? So, yeah. But, like, and, and again, like, one of my quote-unquote friends aka an acquaintance on facebook she was like you really can't blame the song for going viral for the reselling up price i went actually yes oh shit I'm like, yes, yes i can. fucking can because no one even knew about this band until that song is literally in every single video i've watched and in a matter of a month you go from $35 to 325 like i can absolutely because all these people are going to go just to hear that song. Yeah, the, the band already made the money. That's the thing. Yeah. You're getting the tickets off reseller. You're just paying the poor schlub that doesn't have a life. Exactly. Get a job. Get a job. <sighs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I no, I think it's justified. I agree. I am. I agree. Ninety eight point five percent of that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're not in the crazy. Sense of gate, and in, in the sense of gatekeeping wasn't the word, even though that's the word I felt it was. But after verbalizing, no, not, I've been holding this in until we got this episode. I was like bottling this until this episode. So okay, gatekeeping is not the right word. I'm what? just here waiting to hear something positive. Y'all complain a lot, so you missed the first forty five minutes of the show, Noah. 
Yeah, seriously. Talking about Christy McVie and you, you missed that part? And about how I felt Allison Chains was phenomenal. It was awesome. You, you didn't hear concert. that part? God, I fucking hate that. You know? J-Rod does that to me on Twitter where he'll only say he'll only say something when I, I write a tweet complaining and ignore the first 16. Yeah, we said a lot that of positive were, things. God damn. God damn, wow. I blew I blew Christy McVie and she's dead. <laughs> Come on now. Come on, Noah. Well, I mean, we you know, I was I was sitting here defending Ilphonic the other night while you were complaining for 10 minutes about how bad they were. Come on. Tit for tat. Okay, we want to talk about positive. We'll, we'll talk positive. No, I was about I, to rip Will Butler, po- a new fucking asshole. I mean, I, I positively feel... That viral songs are fucking up concerts. There's my positive thought. <laughs> I feel so positive about yeah, that. It's, just, it's the stupid thing. I don't think that's a complaint. It's radiating I think off of me. Positively radiating, radiating off you. I don't positively. think that's a complaint. I think it's a valid fucking uh, concept to not go to a concert and be a complete jerk off. Yeah. We all pay I, I want to have a place. positive experience at a concert. This is constructive criticism, actually. This is yeah. negativity. Just be an adult when you go to a concert. That's all. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I was going to rant about Win Butler being a piece of shit, but uh, since I'm so negative, let's just talk about our favorites of the year. Actually, <laughs> you, you you know me well enough to know that for years, because I've actually mentioned this on the show, that my number one favorite artist was always Marilyn Manson, right? Yeah, yeah. He actually yep. got bumped off of my number one this year. What? I I think I can officially say my favorite artist, because I have to listen to them daily, and I do listen to them daily, even when Manson was my number one, is Rob Zombie. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Between yeah, yeah. seeing him again in concert... And then I'm like, wow, I have a lot have of the Rob Zombie. I have a lot of Rob Zombie merchandise. I didn't realize I did. Does he like, still oh. have the dancers? Yes. Rock on. Good. Yeah. Good shit. So it, it dawned on me over October. I'm like, I think Rob Zombie is my favorite artist. He's wrote. And he is. He's wrote. He's written more quality songs. I don't know else how to say that without sounding like completely bad English. I was going to say, he's written more better songs. You know what I mean. <laughs> oh, well, lyrically is debatable, because sometimes he just takes... Well, not lyrically, or... you know, musically. I, I like yeah. this stuff better. No, so, yeah. Uh, it's... I love White Zombie, the Rob Zombie style, and he's one of those guys that never changes. Yeah. So Rob Zombie still sounds like Rob Zombie. sounds awesome. Yeah, it was just a matter of, I was, like, reflecting. I'm like, I own more of his merch. You know, I will always listening to a Rob Zombie song no matter what. So whereas sometimes oh, yeah. Manson, I got to be in the mood. So I'm like, I think he's my favorite artist. And I'm good with that. Yeah, I, uh, Marilyn Manson is the slightly happier Morrissey. Yes. yes. <laughs> slightly happier and more sexual Morrissey. I'll say it like that. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Did you... All right, so is that your favorite artist of 2022 or of all time? You know what? Well, well, technically, I would say of all time. However, via Spotify, he was my number one for the year, Rob Zombie. 
which oh yeah i gotta oh, look up my shit how do i do that yeah let me pull mine up i have to actually do it live actually yeah That's my genesis what a stupid fucking question yeah mine actually ended up being wrong i look i look forward to spotify this? wrapped every year how do i get to my spotify wrapped it should be on the front page if you scroll down oh i but, went to the app hold on there it is yeah so i spotify wrapped is like my favorite time of the year so i purposely took guesses to see who my number one would be who my number one song of the year would be and i was right on most of them my number one artist was rob zombie followed by this is funny motionless and white followed by ghost followed by in this moment followed by ice nine kills and i guess what a weird what that just came out of nowhere ice nine kills and ice nine kills (laughs) yeah and ice nine kills how do you do this all right usually i'm on home okay open the app yeah cool okay let's do this hey do it (laughs) you shocked i'm gonna get nailed (laughs) oh whoops can't listen to that one your total plate see i only have nine thousand minutes I got 31,000 minutes. Yeah, I don't use Spotify that much. With one yeah. song, what's my number one song? Misunderstanding? Huh. My number one song was Skin by Beartooth. Thumbs up the year for me. My number two was Call Me Little Sunshine. <laughs> my number... Here, I'm going to mute this before I get in trouble. Uh, My number one song was... God damn it! <clears throat> Go back. Go back. How do you go back? Go back. There it is. Okay. Uh, my number one song was apparently Misunderstanding by Genesis. Uh, my number two song was Hairless Heart by Genesis. My number three song was Dancing to the Light by Phil Collins. My number four song was Rock and Roll Dreams Come Through by uh, Meatloaf. I love that. That's my favorite Meatloaf song. I like that song. Oh, favorite Meatloaf and, song. And uh, Sneaking Sally Through the Alley by Robert Palmer was number five. I didn't think I listened to it that much. Uh, let's see. You, your year can't be contained in a playlist, but we tried anyway. Your top songs of 2022. Are you gonna do it? You listen to 303. Oh, sorry. I keep I keep skipping through this. <laughs> What's your listen to artist? Oh, you already said that. Rob Zombie, right? My most listened to was Rob Zombie. Yeah. Oh my God. What's mine? Genesis. Oh, I'm shocked. My top song by Rob Zombie was actually Shadow of a Cemetery Man. I'm like, really? I thought I played Dragula more. That one was what shocked me. It it was a great song. You like these artists so much, we can put them on the cover of a magazine. Mm -hmm. Genesis, Phil Collins, Foo Fighters, Meatloaf, and Ghost, top five. Nice. We both got Ghost in top five. I did go on a bit of a... When Meatloaf died, I did go on a bit of a... uh, spree yeah for meatloaf i was like yeah you know meatloaf had some good shit man he did i mean granted most of it he a lot of it he didn't write but his yeah i was gonna say he sung on but 
And we will forever, forever go without knowing what he wouldn't do for love. You know that, right? Well, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. He wouldn't ride a um, motorcycle into a freezer mm. for love. I hope most of you got that right. I I hope so. And if you didn't, you're not my friend. <laughs> Whatever happened to Saturday night? Is that positive? Was that positive? Good. I think it was positive? Very positive. Okay. I know next year my Spotify is going to be. It's going to sound. Oh, he look left. Angry. Oh, he left. Oh, well, that's a bummer. Uh, my top artist of 2022, according to Spotify. How do you pronounce that? Ramor. Raymore? Oh. Ghost in this moment, lonely night, hailstorm. That was Danny. I went to go open up Twitch again. I actually opened up TikTok. Sorry. I saw that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There we go. By the way, mm-hmm. I want to I wanna promote her. <laughs> no pun intended. Um, uh, Defiant Cupcake. You should, guys should look her up. I've heard of that name before. Yeah, I like her a lot. Anyway. Without getting in trouble. What? Yeah. Also, I wish you know what I. I want to do makeup every day like that. I want to walk into work with my face made up like that. Yeah. If you look up Defiant Cupcake, look oh. at her makeup. I'm like, I want to look like that. Oh, you! I tell you, it's just awesome. I, I just wish I had eyebrows every day. Well, I do. I don't. I gotta paint mine on. The nineties thin the thin nineties eyebrows really uh screwed me up. I got like a eyebrow bald spots and stuff. Like I that. have to get my eyebrows shaved by my barber every month. Really? Yeah, because I have oh, them. Let's see. I have them wild whoppy day <laughs> eyebrows that are just <laughs> so I have to he has to he literally this dumb bitch takes a he takes a comb with a clipper and just shaves them down. Because if not, they would just be everywhere. Mm. I used to shave them myself, and I got real close ones. Mm. Uh, it's defiant with... Oh, that's a good point. Is it defiant with an E or a... It's defiant... Well, they're E's. Um, see what I did there? Um, no, defiant cupcake. All spelled correctly. Defiant cupcake. She's great. She's also very funny. <laughs> Don't call her mommy. She will block no. you. You will want to call her mommy. Don't. Nominate me. What? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're, this is music. Sorry. Anyway. Hi. Hi, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, I will say that um, my... I can't... Well... For reasons we won't discuss because well no I have a music podcast. Wynn Butler's a piece of shit and he's ruined Arcade Fire. Thanks a lot Wynn. Thank you for being the voice of a generation for uh, equality for all and for uh, African Americans and people of all color and the LGBTQ community and, and, and taking it away because you're a fucking sex pest. Congratulations. 
Yeah. Great. You're awesome, dude. Can't, I just. Yeah. You know, the people are like, well, innocent and proven, no proven guilty. I'm like, they're screenshots. Just like every wrestler that got a pass, there's literally screenshots of everything. And they're like, well, we don't know the story. I see the story. Yeah. uh, Yeah, there's proof. There's proof. I I know. the, of the of, of him doing these crappy crappy things and you know I, I discussed it with several people and one thing um, Kelly said was was the death of the artist once they put the music out it's no longer them it's no longer theirs mm-hmm. it's for you to interpret I'm like it's real fucking hard this time There's a, it's really really hard and it's because he was so goddamn outspoken and and ran with these things and made you believe that he believed these things that he was saying to just what did I say you had a chance of dying one in a million and instead it became one of a million mm-hmm. and I've tried I've tried to ignore people say you know separate the artist from the work and i've tried and i've gotten i'm like i can't and i think it's worse for this because his wife's in the band and he was doing all this shitty shit but shitty shit (laughs) uh behind his wife's back and her voice is on these as well. And I'm like, it's like a double win. I just can't enjoy yeah. it right now. I've tried. I tried well, to do it. Yeah. And I can't. Eventually, eventually, maybe you can. Like, because when it's an artist that you like are really into and truly love, it, it can be difficult. But you know, the, stepping back to like a TikTok I watched a couple months ago and I actually saved because it was so true where it's like, if we all had to stop listening to certain bands because of problematic behavior and things that they did we wouldn't be listening to anything everybody's got something that they did that was fucked up yeah. you know and it's like it's an unfortunate fact but it's it's true so i mean eventually you'll get to that point where you can listen to the music as just the music I'm but by the my own joke i said in my head I won't repeat it on the podcast. I'll do it after the show. Okay. Oh, but sorry. Cuz there there was a whole thread on TikTok where there's just one quote unquote metalhead which is oh it's a matter of no you're actually just doing this for, you know, for uh clout, not really going through it, but she was going through bands and their problematic behavior. And a couple of people were like, "Yeah, sure, honey." Okay. Until she got to Metallica. <laughs> Yeah. Everybody was like, bitch, <laughs> what you're saying is actually really inaccurate. And there is like stuff on the internet to disprove everything you're saying. The only problematic thing was Napster and Lars. Like, can you stop? Yeah, Lars. Like, it got, it, yeah, it got it got bad. But you know, another person just popped up and was like, if we had to stop listening to music because of who's problematic and whatever, we won't have music to listen to. Yeah. 
I know. Like, and, and in time, I might be able to go back and listen. Yeah. Right. You know, like there's a particular one of my it became one of my favorite songs ever was uh, We Don't Deserve Love off their last album. And mm-hmm. boy, don't you <laughs> like, OK, no, not really, sir. I don't know. I don't I don't know. I, I, I tried to do it. I tried to do the I don't care. I'm going to listen anyway thing. Yeah. I'm just going to refrain. It was easier to go back and watch uh, movies with Kevin Spacey in it than it was right now mm-hmm. to listen to Arcade Fire. And yeah. uh, we could argue, we can't even argue. Uh, arguably, what Kevin Spacey did was worse, but actually, it's kind of the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's assault different. Assault is assault, folks. Yeah. It, it's different for everyone. One day you'll be able to listen to it and you know it won't be fine but it will be fine because look the biggest example of this also like i can give on my end is there was a group called blood on the dance floor during the emo screamo myspace days they were pretty myspace big had a lot of great bops like a lot of great bops just like how you said bops yeah, but it, it it has since been revealed a while ago that one of the guys in the band was really bad, really bad when it came to his female fans, really bad as in he was in his mid-20s and, you know, 13-year-old MySpace girls. Oh, fuck. Yeah, you know. That's a slight problem. It, it it was it, almost every state one of those things so obviously the band the band is no more they broke up well before all that came to light but it's to the point where a lot of people just don't even listen to the band which i can understand i i i get it it's been maybe 10 plus years since all that's happened i'm ready to listen to some of the bops a lot of other people aren't. Their music isn't even on Spotify anymore. If I wanted to hear anything by them, I would have to find my iPod. Because they, fans, managed to erase that band from existence. And rightfully so. I was oh. going to say, it's pretty, it's pretty fucking horrific. Yeah. It you was. Know? Um, it was. But like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I um the Pantera thing mm-hmm. since we're on the subject was uh there's old footage that resurfaced of Dimebag just throwing out the N-word mm. at fan meet and greets, like just chum, chum, hard mm. R's. And it's like, yeah, it's Pantera, number one. <laughs> yeah. Number one. Uh, number two, you know, the Confederate flag thing on the guy's guitar. And, and clue for you. And number three, he's fucking dead. Like, karma got that motherfucker. Brutally. Mm-hmm. So it's like, does Damage Plan and the now Pantera have to suffer the sins of the past yeah. When that kind of already got paid. Mm-hmm. 
And it's like, well, you know, karma's getting them again, apparently, because they sound like garbage. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. so it's like, maybe maybe that one's fixing itself. You know? Yeah. And, you know, uh, so far, Phil Collins is just a bad husband, and we all know that. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> I'm fairly certain that Tony Banks has got bodies in his backyard buried. Guy's a chemist. He knew how to get rid of that shit. He's the only one that finished schooling. I'm like, if anybody was going to make shit disappear, Tony goddamn Banks. Yeah. Just saying. Uh, Yeah, so thanks, Win Butler, for ruining that. I appreciate you, jerk off. You big tall bitch. (laughs) How did you cheat on Regine, though? People are strange creatures anyway um with that being said which the whole thing was just to answer the question i asked you uh i have to say that my favorite um records uh, this year was uh how do we pronounce the ghost record name anyway emperor i don't know impera i i i I go because i know it's a play on the fall the rise and fall of an empire yeah. So it's an M, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, a, a I know. play on I, that word because he does that a lot. It might be. Um, that's a fucking phenomenal record from start to finish. Mm-hmm. The first album in a long time where, oh no, every song's like, all right. Uh, and the Juliana Theories, um, still the same kids, volume one EP is damn fucking text. I love that so much. Those are my two favorite. Those are tied for got the for, most play yeah. this this year. Yeah, for over me. And, over. and you know what the weird thing is? This is the first year I've actually had albums that again like vinyl. Yeah, yeah. Like, I there hasn't really been a year where it's like this album, this album, but like two albums from start to finish this year for me that have been like the absolute best was a uh, Bad Omens, The Death of Peace of Mind, and Ice Nine Kills, Welcome to Horror Wood holy shit start to finish not a bad not a bad track no skip i don't even put those on shuffle when i listen to them on spotify hold on a second i wanted to point something out to danny and i appreciate you trying to help and i know you're a teacher so this makes sense for you um you putting a dash in between the uh syllables of that word doesn't help me phonetically pronounce it correctly (laughs) so she put impera so is it impera or impera? That doesn't help me. That doesn't help me at all. It's the I way need... you pronounce the nouns that we need yeah, to Yeah, I need to know how to actually phonetically not say it like it. Yeah, I need to know. I'm putting the emphasis on the wrong syllable right now. And I, I need to, that uh, typing that out isn't helping. And I don't mean that sarcastically. I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm like, that doesn't help me. It's exactly what I just said. Either way, I love you. Please help. Please help me. Okay. Sorry, boss. Take the show back over. I don't have anything else to take it over with. Well, we went to top artists, we went through top songs, we went through our top albums, we we the did. good we, concerts, the bad concerts. We were relatively negative the entire time. One guy said, We were so positively negative. Yeah. I positively don't give a fuck. 
I mean, is it really negative though when Getting you didn't smile? Like what I do. teacher mode, clap the syllables. That doesn't help me though. Empera, Empera. I'm not pronouncing it correctly though. The, you're not helping me right now. I need an actual lesson verbally. Please. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just getting excited. God damn it, Foxy! Please end it quick before I yell again. Okay. Thank you guys for joining us for this episode of Manic Mixtape. Uh, Dan and I will confer to do episodes in the near and late future again. Even if we have to rip my hair out to get me to do it, it's fine. We'll do it. I just want to make sure that if I keep bugging you, you're not going to kill me and you'll actually go, yes, okay, fine. No, if I was going to kill you, you would know. Okay, cool. I just want because I feel bad. Like, do you want to do the show? It's like, I know you're busy. Can you do the show? Shut the fuck up. Shut up. <laughs> I just don't want it to come to that. That's all. No, I understand. Okay, cool. Okay. I miss you. That's all. And once in a while, I we know. need you. No, I miss you too. Hey, you before, can... wait, let me, I want to add to the end real quick and say, so you're going to wrestle sometime soon, huh, Foxy? Yes. Yes, I am. Saturday. February 4th at Excite Wrestling in the Oakdale Mall in Johnson City, New York. I am going to be actually in a ring, physically, wrestling a dude. In flames. In flames. In flames. <laughs> so to anybody interested in that, go to literally the uh, place I just said that the show was going to be at, or you can watch it on twitch.com tv slash excite wrestling i glitched for a second sorry my brain glitched went, huh? oh okay i was like what no you were fine my brain glitched it was like twitch the uh, uh. Uh, uh excite wrestling uh yeah. and 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 45 minutes in on the uh the last video they have up there is your and kate's uh uh, uh appearance on the last yes. show from last night yes it is yes and your social medias Yes, everybody can find me on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, at Viva Foxy Foxy. That is V-I-V-A-F-O-X-Y, F-O-X-X-Y. I'm getting more attuned to TikTok, so definitely hit up everything because there's different content on literally everything. I got yeah. Danny sent me the verbal nice version of it so i need to I, I need to hear this hold on okay uh, unless you care here let me see. Right. thank you you are pronouncing it correctly the letter i when it has a consonant after it it has the eh sound so Shit. the word impera you are saying it correctly if you break it down phonetically and by syllables, it's M and oh. Okay, okay. See, that's, that's, thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Miss uh, uh, Joyzy. I didn't know, I don't know if you wanted to dox me on the show, so I did. Um, thank you. I am para, like empire. Thank you. What did you, what are you reading? No, uh, so Excite Wrestler uh, Pat Sawyer put up photos of his favorite moments of 2022 and 
kicking me in the face just happened to make the list. <laughs> that son of a that son of a bitch. It is a picture of his boot right in my face. Where is it? Like, on, on, on the Instagram? Right there it is, right? No, oh, hold on. on. Oh, I'll put it right on stream. Hold on one second. There you it, go. Did you share it to your Facebook yet? No, I'm just scrolling through. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, ladies and gentlemen. Did he tag you? Like, can I find it easily? No, he didn't. Oh, I was gonna put it in 4K right on the on yeah, the screen, but I'll wait. Yeah, hey, there it is. Hey, babe, but yep. Oops. Hold on, hold, hold up one more go. second. Hold on, hold up one more second. Oh, I hit the wrong button. Son of a bitch. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got it. I got it. Talk real quick. Okay, there it is. The boots to go. my face. Oh god, imagine. <laughs> Damn. Well, did you see the video? I didn't know. I, I didn't. Well, uh, I have not not the actual excite video, but I made like a a TikTok day in the life of. Oh yes, it, yes, uh, and yes, it's yes. that show where he kicks me. I put it in yes, slow motion right and everything. Face, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <nice. laughs> I'm creating another one of those from yesterday's show. Right now, <sighs> I actually like creating stuff on TikTok. It's been fun. Yes, I enjoy, well, I enjoy it too. Um, I kind of do less of it. I try to, I'm going to try to do more than just a game and podcast clips, but that's all I have the time for. And that's why I said the other day, I, I said, I'm going to stream less. I don't mean I'm going to stream like less like that. I just, I, I, when I put the schedule out after I got back from Jersey, it was like, uh-huh. I, I scheduled five days and I got off work. I'm like, I am fucking tired. I don't have the energy. Mm. I can't do it. So I'm just going to yeah. go with every other day. Mm-hmm. And there might be a day where I get home on a Wednesday and I go, you know what? I'm going to do a show tonight too. Good. And just yeah. come online and then come online. Um, and you can see that at Dan Law 83 on all social media platforms. See, there you go. Look at that segue. Uh, hey, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a uh, thing. Professional. That's it. Uh, hey, Foxy. Yes, dear. See you next year. See you next year.